What the hell's going even going on here? Back in your ear holes with another week's worth of horror, nonsense, and bullshit. My name is Darian. I have returned for another one. Buddy is in the house. Hey, what's going on, everybody? What's up, my man? Oh, you know, it feels good to be back. We missed you. Yeah, I we missed, missed everybody. You last week. Absolutely. Monica is not here. Her dog has lice. And thus, oh, I believe she is going to have to, like, self-quarantine for 30 days. Yeah. That's horrible, man. I'll tell you what, my friend. I'll take COVID-19 over lice oh, any yeah. day of the week. I agree, because there's nothing going on with this COVID-19. Yeah, no, not really. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck everybody's complaining about, but uh, lice, that shit will make you itch. I've never had it, but I've heard horror stories and seen those weird sex ed videos where people have crotch lice, mm-hmm. or as I like to call them, crotch crickets, because I think that's more fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember when my daughter was really little, she got lice from... Uh, school yeah and we had to shave her head shave her head yeah let me tell you something we tried the whole remedy of you know picking it out put the oils in it that's supposed to get it out but her hair was so long when she was little it's like nope we gotta shave it the fucking schmuck that has to shave monica's dog deserves a nobel peace peace prize right easily <laughs> yeah that dude is gonna have first off we need like uh what are they, uh, like the tranquilizer guns that they use to sedate lions oh, yeah, huh? in the circus? He's going to need one of those. <laughs> right. And then he's going to need one of those old school lawnmowers with the rotary blade. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm about? Just give him a once or twice over with that thing. He's oh, not yeah. going to be happy when he wakes up. I'll tell you that right now, my friend. You're probably also one of those big puffy uh, canine unit suits that they use to train <laughs> yeah. uh, police dogs. You look like the Michelin man. If you can find a way to do that while wearing that, that's the route to go, I believe. Mm-hmm. Rough times for that guy. Well, we got the usual shit show to get into here, inmates. We got horror news, listener mail, a movie or two to talk about, all kinds of sharks popping off this week. Yeah. Uh, what's up on the sharks? It's Shark Month here in the Padded Room, courtesy yeah. of our main man, Tim. Thank you so much, Tim. We on, appreciate it. On the Patreon page. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tony has control of October. He's still not told us what he's going to do. If I don't, Tony, if I don't hear from you by next the next show, I'm going to pick for you. I don't want oh, to. Oh, you better get it in there. I don't want to, Tony, but I just might lose my fucking mind. <laughs> I don't know. I think he wants to. <laughs> uh, I mean, you saw my last picks. Oh, man. They were rough. Yeah, they, they were. were. rough for me, and I'm the one that picked them, mm-hmm. fuck's sake. All right, let's jump right into some horror news here, hot stuff. What do you say? Yes. Ha, 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 ha,
Before we get into horror news, I have a little story to tell you. All right. So, uh, are you, you're you're familiar with the two B T V? Yeah, I love it. Uh-huh. I love that. What you do is you pick a horror movie, random one, and after that, it'll just start cycling horror movies based on your initial pick. Right. So I fell asleep the other night. Uh, there's a movie on there that I've been trying to muscle my way through. I keep falling asleep, not because it's boring, but because I'm fucking tired. Mm-hmm. Wake up, and there's always another horror movie playing, which I think is pr- a pretty cool way to wake up in the morning. Right. Uh, the other day, I woke up, and fucking Bone Box was playing. Wow. Yeah. And for a second, it took me a while for my eyes to adjust and for me to realize what was going on. I'm uh-huh. like, so he's a grave robber, and he's got this hot Asian... This looks really familiar, and I feel like it was a pretty good show. And then Aunt Matilda showed up, and I was like, oh, get Bing. the fuck out of here. <laughs> get the fuck out of here, Bone Box. <laughs> this is a bullshit movie with a really cool uh, cover poster. Right? All right, dude. 2B TV notwithstanding, what do you got on the horror news? All right, so uh, we're all a big fan of Netflix, right? Of course. So Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous. Uh, is coming out surprising with thrilling family-friendly intro to franchise. It's an animation. Okay. And uh, it looks really good. I saw the previous to it actually yesterday. All right. Um, so Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous releases on Netflix September 18th, 2020. I'm into it. Yeah. So I, that's uh, this uh, Friday. three days from now. Yeah, yeah this Friday. So uh, check it out. Uh, right now there's one episode on there. This is a series. Okay. So there's one episode and then, of course, it's going to continue on after that. Very right. cool. Yeah. There's about a half hour series, something All like right. that. I'm into that. I like that. Total Recall is coming to 4K Ultra HD in December. Watch the trailer for the new 4K restoration. So make sure you uh, check it out. It's going to be pretty good. I, I like Total Recall, uh, the original one. I was going to say, Arnold Schwarzenegger. did you ever watch the Colin Farrell one? Yeah, it's okay. I did not. Yeah. I, um, uh, I, I saw it and it was okay. I, I'd still stick with the Arnold version. Is that a remake or a redo or uh, a reboot? It's a remake. So they remade the first one. Yeah. I so they kept some of the same things and changed some things. I and, don't know that. Like yeah. That. So yeah, that that's the uh, because it's the thirtieth anniversary is why they're doing this. So December eighth oh, is when this is coming out. So be on the lookout for that. So Total Recall is thirty years old. I know, isn't that scary? Mother, I remember seeing that at the theater. I saw it in the theaters too. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ! Yeah, I think I was All in right. junior high when I came out. I don't think I was that old, but I was definitely like sixth, seventh grade for sure. <laughs> Fuck me! Yeah. All right, all right, that's all I got. What do you got? Hey, now, Nev Campbell mm. confirmed to reprise her role Scream. as Sydney Prescott. In the new Scream movie. Yeah. So. I'm okay with that. We're I ca- mean. We're calling this Scream 5 is what we're doing. Yeah. Uh, bringing the family back. <laughs> I mean. Uh, Why Courtney not? Cox, David Arquette already involved. Yeah. And there has been some rumblings. Some rumblings and jumblings and tumblings on Twitter from. Drew? No. No. I'll do you one better. Matthew Lillard. Oh, yeah. He thinks, and I'm not, uh, nothing is confirmed. I think if he's in it, that's going to bring the audience. He thinks there's a possibility that Stu may not have died. Oh, well, you know, they could squeeze that in there. I just said you're thinking about, uh, I might actually, if they bring. If he's in it, I want to see it. Now I'm on, I'm interested. I'm a lot more interested than I was five minutes ago. Team (laughs) Lillard. I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm just gonna put that. I, I out think there. he's a great actor. So if he, they bring him in it. I will definitely I might watch it. Actually, have to check yeah. something out here. Uh, trailers are up for Freaky with Vince Vaughn. Oh, have you seen this? No. 
this looks pretty fucking dope. I dope ha- or dumb? Dope. <laughs> okay. Well, dope in a dumb way. Oh, okay. All right. So you've got Vince Vaughn. Uh-huh. He, uh, uh, you've seen the original uh, Freaky Friday? Oh, yeah. Okay. So you have Vince Vaughn. He's playing a serial killer in a small town. Okay. Uh, he tracks down a young lady, young teenage girl, uh, supposedly his next victim. Instead of killing her, they do a body swap. Oh. So now the hot teenage girl is in Vince Vaughn's body, and the 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 hot teenage girl body is now a serial killer. Okay. And she's killing off all of her high school friends. Oh, so, so she's killing them off, so the she can't control herself? No, she's now the serial killer. Like, all of a sudden, like so they, now they she's a, like, wait a minute, I didn't do this. No, they did a body swap. Right. So, Vince Vaughn wakes up, and he's like, oh, my God, what am I, oh, I'm a, like an old gross guy, oh. And then she wakes up, and she's like, knife, Ching. kill hmm. somebody, stab, stab, stab. But she actually kills somebody. Uh, from what I gather in the trailers. Yeah, so that's weird. So, it's like, she's got the mentality of him. It's a body swap. Yeah, body, I get the body swap. but bo- bodies. <laughs> he's a slasher. Right. She's a hot... uh, Yeah, but now you're saying she's becoming a slasher? No, they do a body swap. Oh, well, I thought you said she was killing people. She was. She is. Yeah, so... Her body. Her body is killing people because (laughs) she has now inherited the soul of the slasher. Okay, I thought you were saying that she like got into him and started killing people with his body. I was like, wow. Let's go do another shot, and then we'll try this again. Okay. (laughs) What else we got here? Norman Reedus? is adapting a Western revenge comic called Undone by Blood for AMC. Hmm. I don't know what that's all about. Sounds interesting. Hammer Films Ultimate Blu-ray Collection. You had me at Hammer Films. I'm into that. I (laughs) like that. Uh, No price. It's going to be 20 movies. Whoa. Uh, Comes out in November. Really? We don't have a price tag on this bad guy yet. Man, that would be a good one. Lastly, an Omen prequel. Another one. Right? Didn't they do a prequel before? I don't think they did a prequel. They did a series. They did uh, the movies. What, three, se- uh, four sequels. Last one was made for TV and doesn't technically count. But and a hmm. remake of wow. the original uh, Omen prequel is in the works at Disney 20th Century Studios. You just said Disney. Disney owns everything. So <laughs> they they do. They own Jason Voorhees, the Predator, <laughs> the Alien. Uh, it's going to be the happiest Omen film ever. And apparently now uh, Damien from The Omen. <laughs> wow. So there's that. Uh, it's got my curiosity. I'm not I'm not a huge Omen guy, to be honest with oh, you. I like him. I'm not. I mean, I like ACDC just fine. <laughs> and they, I think, are scarier than The Omen movies. Yeah, I, like, I agree with that. I like uh, Sam Neill as the grown-up Damien Thorne. Oh, yeah. And, like, having his weird purge of uh, mm-hmm. babies born on the first of whatever. Right. So, I don't know, man. I'm not... I, whatever. So, is that a double feature? The prequel and the remake? Like, is they going to put that together? I doubt it. Oh. Why would they do that? I don't know. All right. No. <laughs> probably not. If it's a prequel, it's, that's a good question, though. Because you have to ask yourself, is this a prequel to the remake, which came out in uh, 2006? Or is this or a prequel new, to the original? The, right. Um, I you know what? Now that I think about it, this might actually be interesting because Damien in the original was born of a jackal. Right. While that is uh not all that scary, it is definitely interesting. Mm-hmm. I would like to see how that came about. Yeah. 
I hope it doesn't involve animal cruelty or bestiality. I don't know. But, you might like that. Uh, no. <laughs> that will not pop up on my... uh It'd be somebody with a, a horse head. Oh, you mean a donkey mask? Or donkey mask, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dudes. Let's get into some listener mail here. What do you say? Yeah. Let's break it down. Mm-hmm. Listener mail. Boo yeah. Let's get right down to Houston, Texas with our main man Lance from hey, the Horror Lance. Returns. Yeah. I did a guest spot on the Horror Returns a couple days ago. Oh yeah? We did let me get your take on this. We did okay. um original versus remake, The Hills Have Eyes. Ooh. That is a, in my humble opinion, that's, that, a, that's a tough one. That's a rare account of a remake being better than the original. Yeah, in my opinion, because I really like the original, but I really like the remake too. I, I rewatched them both for that show. Uh-huh. The original I found almost comical at times. You yeah. know, I mean, there's a part where Bob drives off the road because he saw a jet. Yeah, he saw an airplane. Took off. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. There's a part where Papa Jupe uh, makes a whole evening out of yelling at Big Bob's corpse. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Come on now. (laughs) It's silly. All right, here we go, Lance. Subject line, the blob all day. Well, shit. All right, that's how you want to do it. Hey, guys, it's been a few weeks. The struggle is real without a commute to work, giving me two and a half hours a day to sit in my car. I will definitely take the blob this week. Fucking Lance, come on, man. Hmm. Thanks, Lance. Uh, in the words of my hero, Neil deGrasse Tyson, if an alien that shares no DNA with Earth life does appear on screen, it shouldn't look like anything on Earth. The blob of insatiable, all-consuming jelly like the 1958's The Blob might be a good start. Oh, yeah. An alien with no DNA in common with life on Earth should look more different from life on Earth than any life form on Earth look from one another. Wow. (laughs) Tyson wrote in his last uh, list app entry, Behold the Blob. Boom, a realistic alien wins the blob. Lance from Texas. Thanks, Lance. Uh, Your logic is flawed, Lance. (laughs) And that's fine, because you have to remember, Lance, that the blob was beaten by a couple of uh, horny 16-year-olds. Now, if they can do it, I think Big Man Japan can pull it off. Are you sure sir? about that? I am nuts <laughs> on accurate, my friend. I will tell you that right now. Here comes Tim from Sydney, Australia. Hey, Tim. Subject line, sharks and other fun. Yeah. Good greetings, you cute bunch of sex slaves. First things first. <laughs> Thank you, don't. Tim. Thank you. Hey, now. <laughs> I don't know whose slave I am, but uh, they're neglecting me. <laughs> sex slave lover lover. First things first, Teradome, this one's tough because on one hand the blob can win this, but on the other hand, Big Man Japan seems like the fun choice. So a little bit of me wants to bet with my brain and say the blob, but I kind of want to see how Big Man Japan can go. Fuck, put me down for Big Man Japan. Oh. There you go, Timmy. <laughs> I thought you loved me, too. <laughs> Big Man Japan. <laughs> I'm gonna, hey Tim, I'm gonna send you a video of my son uh, high fiving you or something. I don't know. <laughs> On to immersion therapy. I'm really glad you chose 47 meters uncaged, as I wanted to put that one 
in for you guys to review. I enjoyed this one, not as much as the first, but it's still fun. I'll admit some of the characters are unlikable even though they look good, so I enjoyed them being eaten. The whole blind sharks was interesting, but I'm glad we got the real sharks at the end. Overall, I liked it, but I have a boner for shark films. Speaking mm. about great, great shark films... You I thought you were going to say, speaking about boners... Speaking about boners... <laughs> let me tell you about this knobby, veiny... <laughs> One-eyed... Purple-headed son of a gun. <laughs> speaking about great shark films, you better go easy on Jaws the Revenge. Yes, it has a lot of problems, but that's what makes the film <laughs> He's already tried to stick up for it. He started apologizing I know, a week... Right? A full week before we even did that. <laughs> oh, That's what makes the film fun. I mean, the shark roars. You have Michael Caine being Michael Caine. And the shark explodes when the boat hits. <laughs> it's absolutely ridiculous, but it's a lot of fun. I watched a film that absolutely sucks. The Babysitter Killer Queen. Unless you are a 13-year-old girl who laughs at stupid lame jokes every 10 seconds, I say avoid this film. Hmm. Waste of 90 minutes, in my opinion. That's it for me. Much love always, Tim. All right. Thank you, Tim. Thank you very much, Tim. Mm -hmm. You're a beautiful man. Uh, Let's get up to Puliolyup (laughs) with our girl, Connie. Hey, Connie. No subject. Hey, guys. No? No subject? It it specifically says no subject. Okay. So subject line. (laughs) Subjectless. No subject. (laughs) Hey, guys, with COVID still around, and now the whole West Coast being set aflame this year just keeps getting more bizarre. Right? Everyone is doing well, at least coping as well as you can. It's been a while, and I'm about two weeks behind in listening to your podcast, but thought I'd send a quick note saying hi. Hi. Hopefully by next week, I'll be caught up and can send you a vote for the Terradome. Stay safe and healthy. Connie from P.U.L.L.E.U.P. Thank you so much, Connie. Thank you very much, Connie. I appreciate you. Let's get back down here to Reno, Nevada with the Cowboy. Hey, what's up, Cowboy? Cowboy actually had some actual, real, physical mail for us this Yeah, week. yeah. Uh, a bo- Hand-delivered. Hand-delivered. Yeah. A box of boogers for my son, Deacon. Uh-huh. Cowboy, I believe they melted in your truck. Because <laughs> it was boogers to snot. <laughs> what, what Buddy handed me was basically a puddle of... Um, Green, uh, <laughs> green and yellow goo. Schmegma, I <laughs> yeah. think is the word I'd use. You ever see Ghostbusters? That's kind of what kind of like an ectoplasm. <laughs> yeah, kind of thing. that's okay. We're gonna shave his head to get it out of his hair later. <laughs> that's right. Uh, what else was in there? Uh, some um, the the spicy spices. seasoning. Spicy seasoning. And the jelly beans. The, the spicy jelly, jelly beans. beans. We're going to hold off on those until Monica gets here. Yes. Because she's got some other spicy shit And, and we'll us. do some YouTube videos on Absolutely. that. Absolutely. I got the camera charged and ready to go. Awesome. Evening padded room. Hope everyone is doing well and staying healthy in the added smoke. Really quick email to get my votes in as the day is insanely bu- busy. Big Man Japan gets my votes based on sheer dumb luck. Oh, my man. man. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, cowboy. I finally caught up to Buddy at work. Hope you guys enjoy the peppers and jelly beans and Deacon enjoys the boogers. Oh, Deacon enjoys himself some boogers, cowboy. Don't you <laughs> yeah. worry about that. <laughs> Trying to find a all-you-can-eat buffet of boogers. For this <laughs> Booger buffet. <laughs> 
Currently on Podbean app, I've logged over 300 hours, mostly with you awesome crazy fucks. Again, I say thank you and keep up the great show. That's awesome. I've thank you so much. i plenty of notes from listening back to talk about later. Haha, <laughs> stay safe. I'll catch up with you on the flip-flop, cowboy. Well, thank you very much, yeah, cowboy. Thanks I'm, so much. I'm glad you enjoy the show, and that's what this is all about. Yeah. Man. Making you guys uh, happy on your work commute or... Whatever the fuck you guys are doing, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, just I, love making you guys laugh. That's what we do mm-hmm. here in the padded room and talk about horror movies. Uh, are you ready for some voicemails? Hot you stuff? betcha. Let's get it on. Yeah. All right, dude. Let's get right down to beautiful, stinky, funky, mosquito-ridden Alabama with the um, Max Shrek of people that call into the podcast. Here comes Alan. Cha-cha. Padded room. What's up? It's switchblade of people are calling me hey hope everybody's doing good so i ain't called them the past couple of weeks it's all good man crazy paradome give me big man japan yeah. you got a whoop-ass stick Woo! that's all i got y'all have a good one bye i am now adopting the whoop-ass stick whoop-ass stick. the title of whoop-ass stick for big man japan if anybody else asks he's got a whoop-ass stick <laughs> yeah i mean really it's like a length of um well, it's probably like a telephone pole, really. But when he holds it up, it looks like it's about a quarter length of uh, probably closet hanger board. Hanger, oh, yeah. hanger <laughs> braille, whatever you call that. Yeah. My man, Alan, coming in with Big Man Japan. I think I think Big Man Japan, could, he's coming from behind, buddy. <laughs> yeah, he is. Don't make that a gay thing, you nasty guy. <laughs> uh, let's get down to Southern California with uh, Monica's, Tom, Monica's pod boyfriend, Mr. Tom Hardy. Hey, Tom Hardy. Hey-o. Hey-o, Padded Room. How's my favorite degenerates this week? So far, so good. Everybody's there. Hope everybody's doing well. That's Hey, uh, you know what? I don't got much. Uh, I really got to set aside some time to catch some... uh, Oh, it's all good, man. I haven't been able to catch anything lately. But uh, I did still want to get in and uh, get on that uh, terror dome there. Of course, you know, we're going to go with... uh, the man with the stick, big man Japan. Woo! And, um, oh, on the educating Darian segment there. Yes, sir. Um, I, is that Silent Hill? I've, I've actually never seen that footage. Are, I've yep. heard people talk about yep. it and all that, but I've, I've never seen it. And so it kind of sounded like it's in the fog and whatever. That, yep. You that's got really me. all I got. Anyway, hope all is well. Love you like family. Bye. Love you too, Tom Hardy. Thanks, Tom Thank Hardy. Thank you very much for calling in, sir. Uh, yeah, you got me, my man. You got me on Silent Hill. Um, if you haven't seen it, I seriously suggest checking it out. Watch the first one. If it has intrigued you, go ahead and watch the second one, but don't get your hopes up. First one I thought was fucking great. Yeah. Second one gets weird. Jon Snow's in it, and uh, Sean Bean returns to reprise his role for about eight minutes. And there's that. First one really good, though. Mm-hmm. If you don't like watching people get burned alive, that might be a movie to not watch. <laughs> right. Because that's bad business right there. You get burned uh, alive. Right on. Buddy, do you have anything for Tom Hardy, Alan, Tim, Lance, um, Cowboy, or Connie? Thanks, everybody, for calling right in. 
Absolutely. Thank you guys very much. You ready to get into this fucking movie? Yeah. Are you sure? After I get my vote in. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't. Like I said, it doesn't really matter. But by all means, go ahead and vote. Who would you like in the Terror Dome, sir? Oh, I think you know who I want. You want Big Man Japan? No. All right, I'm going to put you right down here. All right. I want another, my guy, the that's, Blob. That's another one for the Blob. That's fine if that's what you want to do. You want to be a naysayer? All right. Let's get ourselves into a movie here, my friend. Are you ready to go to the Bahamas? Oh. Are you yeah. ready to hang with a 1990s-esque Mario Van Peebles? Sure. Okay. <laughs> Let's get it on. <laughs> yeah. Instinctively, man has always been drawn to the sea. Its beauty. Its mystery. Its secrets. there is also a vague uncertainty, a sense of intrusion into an alien world, where man is unwelcome and completely at the mercy of the most terrifying predator on Earth. Man's deepest fear has risen again. Jaws, the revenge. This time, it's personal. That's right, motherfuckers. We're talking about Jaws the Revenge from 1987. Yeah. This one is directed by Joseph Sargent, written by Peter Benchley. It came in at three stars on IMDb. Three out of 20, right? Uh, (laughs) Might as well. Uh, Stars Lorraine Gray, Lance Guest, and Mario Van Peebles. Hmm. Lance Guest. Remember this dude? Vaguely, he is a bad. He was a bad motherfucker uh, from like 1985 to, to 1990. 90. Yeah, Last Starfighter, Halloween oh, Two. Yeah, a um, couple other things. I really like Last Starfighter. That was a great show, oh, right? Man, yeah, this dude was all over it. I think this movie probably killed his career. Yeah, probably. He's had. A he re- has such a good career, and then he makes this film. He had. He's <laughs> had like a recent insurgence, resurgence. Oh yeah. Uh, he was in late phases. Um, what was that movie we watched where they go to the island, like the weird religious cult, and they drill holes in the top of people's oh, heads? Oh shit! Um, I forget what fuck. it's called. Yeah, I don't but remember. he was in that one. He's he's kind of making a little bit of a comeback here with the horror community. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one's rated PG-13. It is the end of the Jaws franchise. Um, it is bad. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. I, I'm i going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of vaguely side with Tim on this one. I, I, I have seen this one before. I remember it being uh-huh. horrible and thinking, this is a shit show. Yeah. But watching it this morning, I thought, it's bad, but it's not nearly as bad as I remember. I mean, it's it, as bad as I remember. Okay, <laughs> buddy is less forgiving than I am of Jaws of Revenge. That's fine. Maybe you should have watched it before you went to bed. <laughs> I mean, I, you probably would have fell asleep. You know what? This movie is pretty, pretty bad. Fucking bad, actually. But I, I remember like I saw this uh, probably. I don't know. Fucking. I think right when it came out, like ninety. Well, it came out in eighty-seven, but I didn't catch yeah. up to it till like ninety. Uh, and I remember thinking. This is absolute garbage because Jaws, number one, probably the best shark the movie best. ever made. Yeah. Jaws 2, 
Still pretty good. Yeah, because it, was still, they, it was. They they put the kids on the island. You can't get them off the island. Right. Jaws three. I saw in the theater with my dad in three D. Oh yeah, which I remember that. Blew my fucking mind. Yeah, that whole thing was like whoa. Uh, took place in a aquatic park right. kind of a thing, and then they all went fizzle. Jaws four. This is a sharp drop off. Yeah. Jaws three was actually pretty good. Jaws yeah. four was like a. Yeah. Right to the bottom of the old fucking shitter. Yeah, by the time Jaws 4 hit, I got into the, um, oh, uh, Piranhas. That's okay. About, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, I was like, okay, this is shit. Now I'm going into fishes. Well, much higher booby count. <laughs> oh, that's true. Piranhas. Yeah, that too. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. That'll spark the interest of a young man. <laughs> that it did. <laughs> so this one starts off on Amity Island, and we are going to pick it right up with Chief Brody's family. We have uh, the mom, who's still alive. We have the younger son. Uh, I believe Scott Brody is still hanging, and he's mm-hmm. now taken over as sheriff of Amity Island, or at least, uh, I think he was actually a deputy. But uh, it's Christmas time on Amity Island. It looks like a lot of fun. Looks like uh, everybody's getting ready for some kind of a fucking parade or recital or something. There's a lot of commotion going on. Yeah. Scott's like, I'm going to get the fuck out of here. Now, as you'll recall, there was another Brody uh, brother, an older one. And we're going to catch up to him in a second. We get a uh, phone call from him here on Christmas Eve. And, Mm -hmm. you know, hey, what's that guy up to? He's a doctor and he's living in the Bahamas. We get some exculpatory dialogue here, basically explaining the juxtaposition of the two Brody brothers. Chief Brody, uh, Roy Scheider, has since passed on of a heart attack. Uh, leaving mom there by herself. Mm-hmm. So uh, Scott Brody has taken over as sheriff. He's gotten a call at the last minute, right before his shift ends, about some kind of a blockage on a channel lock out in the uh, the bay there. Right. He's like, okay, call Leroy. No, Leroy's not here. All right, I'll go do it myself. So he gets on a boat, and he like gets his little sheriff boat out there to the buoy where we find a big uh, log. Yeah. Uh, sticking out of a, a buoy. And he's like, oh, it's a fucking log. So mm-hmm. he starts like trying to get the log loose of the buoy. And then here comes the shark. Da-da-da. Right. <laughs> uh, so first the shark pops out of the water and bites his arm off. Or so we're led to believe. Yeah. Now, I'm not one to talk shit about practical special effects, my no? friends. No? No? But this <laughs> this one is hard to let go. Always. Because it is so blatantly... <laughs> to let go? <laughs> Damn you and your puns. <laughs> it is so blatantly obvious that they have just draped his rain slicker over his right arm. Yeah. That it's uh, like I'm watching this. Like, okay, the shark comes up, blood everywhere. He's screaming and freaking out, and he's like, "Oh, my arm, my arm!" Mm-hmm. Okay, but I'm thinking at this point because it's not really clear what happened with the rain slicker. I'm like, "Your arm's right there." Yeah, just it's obvious. Why don't you just grab? Why don't you just push your arm out of the sleeve, and then you're good to go, my friend? <laughs> I know. Now, an easy fix for this would have been a severed arm floating in the water, right? We didn't see that. No. All we saw was big shark, blood. Boom. Ah, blood. My arm, my arm. It yeah. looked to me during this scene that he was just kind of cradling it underneath his jacket. Yeah, like he got bit. Okay. Yeah, All right. Not well, take it off. But well, bit. whatever the fuck, you cheap bastards. Mm-hmm. All right, Tim, I'm sorry, but 
You know exactly what I'm talking about, sir. So he's screaming. He's freaking out. <laughs> now, apparently, in the initial shark attack, not only did the shark take his arm, but it took like a quarter of the boat. Yeah. So now the boat is taking on water. Yeah. Okay. Now, uh, back on the dock, which appeared to be about 25 feet away, they have their full-on Christmas uh, chorus rehearsal mm-hmm. in which there's a fucking asshole on a megaphone just yelling at people and people singing so they don't hear him screaming or yelling or anything of course not and more to the point he doesn't bother to go to the radio to get like some help he just ah, somebody yeah well you know what it is it's an initial shock oh sure yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah. yeah you don't want because clearly this isn't a trained professional we're dealing with. Right. This is just some dickhole off the street. All right, so that's that's pretty pretty gnarly. And then here comes the, the shark again. And this time he takes like the last half of the boat off mm-hmm. and kills uh, Scott. But in a weird way to where Scott doesn't get killed immediately. He rolls around on that log for a little bit and then gets pulled under. Yeah. Okay. All right. Pretty scary, pretty gnarly stuff. That's a horrible log ride. It's, uh, you don't want that. <laughs> no. I mean, you know, you get enough bran flakes in me. There's, <laughs> there's a different log yeah. ride happening in my bathroom, <laughs> right. and you don't want any of that either. <laughs> we'll get a woody off yeah, of that. Yeah, I'll tell you right now. So, now, <laughs> I'm sorry. Tim, I deeply apologize. Mind you, I'm the one guy who will defend Tom Cruise's mummy to my last breath. <laughs> yeah, he will. I will. And I'll fight you over it. I don't fucking care. Um, but at this point in the in the movie, and mind you, we're only about uh, 20 minutes in, if even that. We are supposed to sign off on um, the shark actually setting a trap. So as to lure Chief Brody's son out into the water and then kill him specifically. Okay? Yeah. Okay. All right. No, it's fine. That's what you want to do. It's fine. Dude, we have uh we have Sharknados right now. Yeah. We I, I watched a movie the other night about sharks in a women's prison, for fuck's sake. Mm-hmm. You, know, that, you know you, you know, know what? what? It's twenty twenty, you know what's coming next. What? Shark like, uh, like shark smoke NATO or of something. Course. <laughs> uh, I saw a thumbnail on Tubi for a clown NATO. Oh. Yeah, think about that. Yeah. Is or that what you want? COVID NATO. Uh, well, I'll take that. It's, <laughs> uh, it's probably bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> All right, moving right along. <laughs> or the fucking COVID NATO is going to come through and everybody's going to be just fine. Yeah, shirts are in the air. Oh. <coughs> that, that's okay. Bye. Yeah, we're good. Anyway, uh, so that's kind of what we're leaning towards here with uh, Jaws: The Revenge. Now, yeah. cut to a couple days later. Uh, we have the funeral. We have uh, Chief Brody's wife mm-hmm. coming in to identify the body. Very traumatic. Mm-hmm. All that stuff. Uh, here comes Lance Guest as the older brother, hmm. Henry Brody, who's coming up for the funeral with his wife and, and kids. Yeah. Now, there's a key scene here. It's not really that key of a scene, but it's something that resonated with me. Yeah. Um, the whole family is there for the funeral. Uh-huh. Mom has like a spaz attack, and she's like, "You know what? Oh, I'm yeah. cooking fettuccine for everybody." And she runs downstairs and starts banging pots and pan- pans around. And all of her pots and pans are stored in the it, oven. Uh huh. My mom used to do that shit. Oh yeah, that's a total eighties move right there. My grandmother used to do. Of that Of course too. she did. <laughs> if yeah. you're not storing pots and pans in your oven, then fuck you. Yeah. 
I don't because yeah, I live in a house with actual cabinets, but when you grow up in apartments, you have one cabinet, and if shit doesn't fit in there, you have you to put, put it in the oven. In the oven or in the uh, dishwasher yeah, that doesn't I, work. I remember when I was, when I was well, of course, I was younger and learning to cook or bake or whatever. As, as soon as I turned on the oven, my grandmother would be like, did you take the pots and pans out of the oven? It's like, oh, no. Like, I mean, I mean the, uh, what is it, the cornware? Not the cornware, but the... Uh, oh, Tupperware. No, no, not Tupperware. The, the iron cast... Uh, real the skillets. heavy shit. The skillets. Yeah, but there's another name for it. You can only wash them by like wiping them with a paper towel. Wok? Is it wok? No. Uh, oh, man. There's a... Cast iron. Cast iron yeah, steel. The, yeah. The cast iron skillets yep. um, were, were in there. And uh, yeah, it's like, take them out because, you know, if you don't, they're going to be really super hot. You know? that's, a, that's a total 80s move. <laughs> it right really there. is. I love it. You don't see that anymore. No. Uh, so that happens and she has like a freak out and then she tells Henry that he has to not... Uh, go back to work because she doesn't want her kids going back in the ocean at all. She thinks the shark is out for him because of, well, it's never really explained, but just because. Just because. Just because. So he's like, Mom, come on. I'm a marine biologist now. I'm doing work studying uh, things in the Bahamas. I can't just not, you know, live my life because you're freaking out right now. Excuse me. Which is a a valid point to make, I think. Mm -hmm. We're drinking pumpkin beer right now, inmates. <laughs> it's not good, but we got ourselves some, and it's like the precursor to fall, so that's what we're drinking. Yeah. Um, thanks, right, so, thanks, pumpkin. Yeah, I know, man. <laughs> uh, I got the great pumpkin from Elysian Imperial Pumpkin Ale. It tastes like fucking shit. Yeah, I got the Elysian uh, Coffee Pumpkin Ale. How's it? I'm sure it, that's much better. It, yeah, it sounds better. <laughs> All right. So at this point, Henry's like, hey, man, why don't you come on down to the Bahamas with us? You got to get off this fucking island, Mom. Right. You, got, you can't be hanging out here. Mm-hmm. So she's like, uh, no, I don't want to do that. But then the granddaughter's like, come on, you're doing it. And she's like, okay, I'm doing mm-hmm. it. So, literally, within 15 minutes, she has her bags packed, and she's on a ferry headed to the airport to leave the island of Amity and head down to the goddamn Bahamas. Yeah, it'll do you some good. It would. I've been to the Bahamas. Have you been to the Bahamas? No, I've always wanted to. I took my uh, honeymoon there, and we had the grave misfortune of going during hurricane season. Oh, yeah, that's not so good. Thus, we spent uh, the majority of our honeymoon in a hotel room watching Storage Wars. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh perfect you fucking asshole <laughs> so what you guys need to do is like uh, make a, uh, like a remake trip. yeah yeah you gotta, you gotta make up for that yes uh <laughs> hopefully nothing the same happens from like uh august to probably november is no good in the in the bahamas oh yeah it's hurricane season okay and it gets a little dicey wow. say, i got things got a little scary down there for wow. a minute or two Anyway, uh, she's like, all right, we're going to the Bahamas. So we go to the Bahamas where uh, she gets on a, a ferry, then a taxi, then onto, onto a private plane, and she's headed to the Bahamas. Private plane would be driven, uh, flown, actually, by none other than Michael Caine. Yes. Michael Caine. I like Michael Caine. Where is this guy from? Because at times it sounds like he's from Australia, but sometimes he slips into English. England, yeah. Where, where exactly? Can you Google that real yeah, quick? Yeah. I want to know where he's from. Michael fucking Kane, y'all. 
Uh, and he one is one of the greatest actors. Too. He's good. Um, I don't think you're ever going to be any better than him in FX, which was one of my all time oh, favorite movies. Man, I love that those. was a great one. Yeah. Uh, also loved him as Alfred because he was like a badass Alfred. Mm-hmm. Alfred, an Alfred that could possibly stab you in the neck. Um, anyway, Michael Caine. He was born in London. London, but that yeah. doesn't sound like a London accent. Mm. He must just be well-traveled or something. Born in 1933. He's old. He's a very old guy. Oh, man. He's pretty old in this movie, too, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, so anyway, he's the, he's the airplane pilot. You can tell right from the start that he's pretty horned up for Brody Mom. Uh, they get touched down there. It's all well and good. They get to the, uh, to the, uh, Brody house where everything's cool. We find out that Henry's wife is some kind of an artist. And by mm-hmm. artist, I mean, she welds things. Kind of reminds me of the heroine in, uh, hardware. Oh yeah. Except not nearly as heavy metal. Right. More like a soccer mom version of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's all well and good. Uh, they go out. We see uh, uh, Henry's co-worker, guy by the name of Jake, played by Mario Van Peebles, mm-hmm. who has not quite mastered the Jamaican accent. Right. He's trying. He He's is. trying hard. And by the way, nobody left him a memo that we're in the Bahamas, not Jamaica, because it's a totally different accent. Right. But that's You know what? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. <laughs> that's neither here nor there. I'm not gonna fault him for that. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. But. Uh, he kind of bobs in and out of the Jamaican accent periodically. Mm-hmm. And um, with these two are tight, Jake and Henry. They're having mm-hmm. a great time. They're out there. Apparently, they are marine biologists, and they've been given a massive grant to study conks. Hmm. Now, I've been to the Bahamas, and yeah. they love themselves. Well, they don't love themselves some conks, but they are lousy with conks. Basically, what conks are, if you guys don't know, it's like a... Um, Oh, I can't, it's not really a crab. It is a crustacean. Um, it's kind of it's similar. It's similar, I think, most to a hermit crab. Yeah, where it's like a it's like a creepy crawly kind of a thing, but it's got like a very ornate shell to it. Yeah, and they just eat the shit out of these things. I've had quite a few while I was down there. Mm. They're very tasty, depending on how you make them. But a uh, little fun fact for you, because they're so lousy with conks down there, they use the shells to build things like roads and infrastructure. Oh, wow. And they just, yeah, because fucking the tide rolls in and it's just like hundreds of conch shells. Wow. And even if you don't eat them, they're going to shed their shells and go pick up new ones anyway. So huh. here comes like a waste management situation of conch shells up on your shore every couple weeks. Wow. Go get them and do something with them. I don't know. Yeah. Sell them to tourists. That's what happens when you conquer things. <laughs> All right. So they're studying conks, and then they're down there, and they go into like a, they have a mini sub, and they have a whole scuba set up, and it's all well and good. Mm-hmm. And it's boring as shit, to be honest with you, because you're, you're basically looking at uh, crustaceans, which don't move and don't do anything fun. They don't kill mm-hmm. anything. They just kind of marinate at the bottom of the ocean. Mm-hmm. So they're down there watching them, and they're like tracking things, and that's all well and good. When they come back up, uh, they get back to the house. It's now Christmas Day, big Christmas party. Mom's like, hey, I can't have you going in the ocean anymore. And he's like, Mom, I'm a marine biologist. Come on, leave me the fuck alone. Nope, there's a shark, and it's coming. Yeah. How do you know? Because I can feel it. Yeah. The shark is coming here. Oh, man. Oh, shit. There's a shark coming here, man. Mm-hmm. Now... <laughs> Again, not to nitpick this apart, but we have to sign. 
I'm sorry. I am sorry. But we have to sign off on some kind of a bizarro psychic connection between uh, Mom and Mom, the shark. Mom Brody and the shark. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, it's out to get us. You're right. Okay, fine. I'll, I'll sign off on that part, except we're, ex- we're kind of completely forgetting a couple of key details. Oh, yeah? Number one, the shark from Jaws got blown up. Right. Number two, the shark from Jaws 2 also got killed. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three, I think the shark from Jaws 3 it was still alive, but it was in a cage right. in a uh, uh, amusement park right, kind right. of situation. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. So this is clearly a different shark. Yeah. Why would you be psychically connected to this shark? Because it's adopted. By who? <laughs> who the fuck adopted a shark? And why would you adopt a fucking shark if it's just going to kill your police officer son? Oh, right? you're crazy. All right, whatever. All right, so that's what we're doing. She feels it. She feels it coming. Oh, man. Okay, no. get out of the water. No, I can't. I got a shark synosis. Oh, fucking sharkinosis. All right, whatever. Who gives a shit? <laughs> so eh, it's pretty It's pretty wacky. It's pretty wackadoodle. Uh, so from now we're gonna we're gonna stay with Jake and Henry, and we get a lot of PTSD stuff going yeah. on here. We get a lot of mom waking up in the middle of the night having nightmares about getting eaten by a shark. I totally get that. I get it too. Uh, despite the fact that I don't think she was ever actually attacked by a shark, it was all her husband and sons. Yeah, that could still be pretty dramatic. Well, it's gonna be problematic later in the movie <laughs> when she starts having flashbacks to things that she was never present for, sir. Oh yeah, there is not that. to. The nitpick this movie. I think that was for our benefit. Okay though. then. <laughs> Anyways, well, it's like an osmo. It's like a uh, weird osmosis. Episode. Sure, she inherited the flashbacks. <laughs> yeah, that fucking makes sense, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, you know, but I knew a guy who knew a guy that was once on the water with a shark, kind of a thing. Very <laughs> scary. Yeah, they sneezed on me, so I felt. Oh it. fucking shit. <laughs> Tim, I'm sorry. <laughs> Not really. All right. <laughs> so that's pretty rough. Uh, we get that. We get uh, now. Now uh, the the good news though is that we're going back on another conch dive. Uh, this time, uh, Mario or Jake, I should say, is in. They have a mini sub. They yeah. have a mini sub for specifically for looking at conks. It's so, pretty cool. It is. It's pro- I would love to take that to like the bottom of Tahoe oh, yeah. or Pyramid or something. Oh, yeah. That would be really cool. But uh, he's down there. He's looking at conks pretty sure. Pretty soon, this fucking shark rolls up alongside him. Great white. Yeah. And it gives him like a fucking shoulder. It like shoulder checks him. You're like, I'm here. But, hey, bitch. <laughs> right? What? You going to do something? Yeah. I think what? So. What? What? <laughs> and he's like, oh, man, I got a great white down here, essay. <laughs> say essay. I don't know why. I got, I got a great, great white, white down, here, down here, brother. <laughs> oh, we got to study this thing, man. <laughs> so they're like, oh, wow, that was pretty cool. So he mm-hmm. comes back up. He's like, dude, we're out of money. We can't be studying conks anymore because we're out of money and we don't have any results or we don't have anything to write about. We mm-hmm. just had we just got accosted by a great white down there. We should start a song. <laughs> we should we gotta study that fucking thing. And there's also some like weird talk of like uh military contracts, but Henry isn't into it because he thinks they strap bombs to dolphins or mm-hmm. something like that. So uh they're out of money, they're getting desperate. 
Uh, Jake talks Henry into uh, studying, doing like a 50-50 split. We're going to study the great white shark for a couple of days, and we're going to study the cock some more, and it's going to be great. And Jake's Mm like, oh, oh, shit, it's a shark. I got a family history of shark problems. Uh, Okay, we'll do it, but you can't be telling my mom about the shark thing. (laughs) All right, fine. It's now, okay. Your mom's going to know anyway. Uh, yeah, she's psychic. Yeah. So she's got a psychic link to the fucking shark. <laughs> right? But you know what? Mom has more than a, uh, a psychic link to the shark. A WAP. A WAP? A WAP. <laughs> Do you know what that is? No. I'm gonna. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna waste your time. No. She is horny for Michael Caine. Oh, is the well, problem. Yeah, yeah. And she is now engaged. Not. In the the wedding sense, but she's now talking to Michael Caine's character, a guy by the name of Hoagie, mm-hmm. and they are rekindling a well, they're, they're kindling a romance. Yeah, and she's like, "Oh my god, what do I do? Oh, I still have nightmares about sharks." And they do like uh, once or twice up and down the beach uh, while ignoring the granddaughter making sandcastles, and uh-huh. she tells him her whole life story, and he's like. Yeah, that's a turn on. It's okay, love. You don't have to worry about sharks around here. I'm Michael Caine. <laughs> right? Let me see what your boobies look like. <laughs> that was a terrible impression. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I got a cane for you Let to suck. Let me see those wrinkled old boobies. <laughs> okay, that's a more like Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> it's pumpkin beer, you motherfuckers. You're going to love it. So, and this is like a good, I would say, at least a good third of the movie is her hooking yeah. up with Michael Caine. And that's yeah, all well I was going to say 20 to 30 minutes. Something like that, man. Yeah. Uh, he takes her up on the plane, and then they come down, and they get a view of the whole thing. It's very romantic. Mm-hmm. They go to this weird uh, parade situation. And right about while they're at the parade, uh, the shark comes out of the water and takes like a snip. And Henry misses, but takes a little bit off the boat. And she's I'm like, here. Yeah, but uh, across town, uh, Mom Brody is like, there's oh, oh, a, a fucking shark. Because she has a psychic connection to the mm-hmm. shark, you see. Yeah. So uh, Michael Caine is like, oh, Michael Caine, you have to let go of this stuff, love. You understand that, mate? <laughs> and she's like, oh, oh, sharks and water. I can't be fucking around. My kids are going to get eaten again. So... And I'm glazing past a lot of this because this mm-hmm. is a good chunk of the movie. I'm going to shoot forward now to uh, probably about an hour later in the movie, in movie time, mm-hmm. to where um, the da- the uh, Le- Henry's wife is like dedicating a piece of art on the beach while Henry and, H- and Jake are out on the, uh, the boat uh, mm-hmm. doing uh, studies of great wikes. And basically what happens is Great White comes up. Jake has this brilliant idea about he's he rigs up a transmitter and he's going to spear the fucking shark. And it kind of works because they put Jake like in this weird harness and they dangle him over the the water there. But uh, the shark comes up, he spears him, chum the water. Shark goes back down. They can hear the shark now on their transmit mm-hmm. on their radio whenever he gets close because they can hear his heartbeat. So that's right. all well and good. Uh, a couple leagues away, or knots, whatever the fuck they are, mm-hmm. uh, we have a beach celebration where Mom Brody, uh, hot wife um, Mrs. Brody, are dedicating a piece of art on the beach. 
And little daughter Brody is like, I'm going to go on the banana boat. So much fun. And they're like, yeah, go ahead. So she goes and gets on the banana boat, mm-hmm. starts bouncing around on the water. Shark pops up. Doesn't kill her. No. Does kill a random lady on the banana boat and pops that shit. And then they bring they bring the whole banana boat back. Yeah. And now mom is freaking out. Oh, She's yeah. like, fucking shark son of a bitch. You're yeah. not going to eat my granddaughter. How dare you? Right. So she goes and steals the research. Some boat. I think yeah. it, I thought it was the research it vessel, but like it was. a sailboat. And she's like, I'm going. I'm going to go out there and show that shark what's mm-hmm. going on. Uh, I think that was the plan, except she didn't bring any weapons. Nope. And I don't know what exactly she was going to do once she got out there. And I don't think she it, did. It's either. almost like, yeah, I don't think she knew. It was like a. I'm just going out. I'm just going to go out there. Yeah, I'm going to distract her. But she had a very determined look on her face. Yeah, I'm going to. I know what I'm doing. I'm going to goddamn shark. Fuck you. Mm -hmm. So she takes the boat. She goes out there. Punch you with my fist. Fucking. I will throw a hat right (laughs) in her fucking face. I've got this weird Kentucky Derby hat. That's right. I will will fucking kung lao. Kentucky Derby. Son of a bitch. That's hilarious. Woo! <laughs> we went to the horse races on this one. <laughs> you are in big trouble, sir. Yeah, right. That's an expensive hat. <laughs> this hat could easily put out an eyeball. Oh, man. <laughs> At the very least, mildly annoy you. I swear to Christ. <laughs> Definitely distract short. you. That's for sure. <laughs> like, what the? <laughs> Is that a hat? <laughs> you just throw a hat at me? That was a hat. <laughs> All right. A fucking hat back there. I guess I'll go home now. Right. <laughs> Shit. She's, she means business. She yeah. just threw her whole hat. Oh, man. So the, she just goes taken off. Uh, cut back to town where um, Henry shows up with Jake and he's like, Oh shit, my daughter almost got eaten by a shark. Shit, mm-hmm. oh god, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, the wife is like, What are you gonna do, you son of a bitch? He looks out and realizes that one of the boats is missing, so he's like, Oh shit, mom, oh, yeah. what are you doing? Mm-hmm. So he goes hauling ass down the beach, grabs Jake, grabs get, first they get in a little uh, pontoon boat, and they're taken off there where they pass Michael Kane, who's out there fishing, and he's like you can't find a Renette boat, love. You gotta come with me. It'll take for hours going in that little bathtub. So then they get in a plane and then they go whipping around on the plane. First, they find a bunch of horny partiers out on the on the, out on the reef there, right. which is where I would have stopped the plane because yeah. mm. I'm going to be on that boat. <laughs> yeah, instead. we're just going to land right here. Well, I'm, I'm sure we can see them. We got binoculars and stuff. <laughs> Eventually, they find mom out, and as the shark is approaching mom's mm-hmm. boat. Uh, they land the plane right on the fucking water, and he's like, here I am, I'm going to be a distraction, you guys go try to save your mom. So the shark comes up and takes a big bite out of the plane, and the right. plane sinks. Mm-hmm. We don't really see what happened to Michael Caine at that point. No. Uh, a lot of s- swimming and splashing around. Uh, they managed to, uh, Jake and Henry managed to get back up on the boat, and mom's like, what are you doing out here? You can't be out here. And he's like, no, what are you doing out here? Right? You can't be out here. What are you doing? Yeah. I don't know, but you can't be out here. I thought I would possibly either feed myself to the shark or, I don't know, maybe put him in a headlock or something. I don't know. (laughs) Get out of here. So they're all freaked out. They possibly just saw Michael Caine get eaten and or drowned by the shark. So they're Mm -hmm. like, Jake and Henry run below the deck where they rig up this bizarro electromagnetic 
it's a, it's a strobe light is what it is. Yeah, and they they hastily electrical tape a couple of wires to it, and we have to sign off on this being some kind of an electromagnetic pulse, which is going to fuck up the shark somehow i don't i'm not yeah. sure it's never really explained but this is gonna fuck you throw a fucking <laughs> then john cusack came out with a big old boom box yeah, that makes more sense that would yeah. make more sense and that's when the shark falls in love yeah they have to get this goddamn strobe light into inside the shark and that's how they're gonna kill it because there's a transmitter on the other one you throw the switch on the thing on the boat it's gonna Drive that shark crazy by messing up electrical electromagnetic uh, signals in his brain. I Pow. guess, I guess is what we're doing. Yeah. So mind you, and this is a little detail I overlooked. The shark at this point growls and yeah. roars. I don't. I don't think sharks do that. No. No. Okay. All right. Just making sure. I just wanted to make sure we all heard that and we all understood what was happening with the roaring. <laughs> <laughs> The yeah, I think that was for our benefit. Okay, for whose benefit? <laughs> Not know. mine. <laughs> I don't know. Don't lump me in with you, sir. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> All that right. Terrible. It's fine. It's fine. So again, we maybe it's uh, prehistoric. Right? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Uh, so again, we rig Jake up into this weird harness where we're going to dangle him over the shark. Shark comes up. Uh, uh, Michael Caine pops up on the other side of the boat. No, he's still alive. No, he's still alive. Wow. Yeah, like, Hello, love. I still want to see those wrinkled old boobies. <laughs> I'm riding this shark. I got a shark here, and I'm going to have a great time. Come on with me. I'm going to have a great white time. I'm Michael Caine. <laughs> We should just do the rest of the show in a Michael King. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so here comes the shark. Uh, Jake manages to slam the weird strobe light into its mouth, but mm-hmm. then it grabs Jake and pulls him under. Now, for a second here, I was thinking, it only got Jake's shirt, because yeah. all you see is a pink shirt floating in the water. Right. But then later on, we have to sign off on Jake actually being bitten by the <laughs> shark. <laughs> Uh, so everybody's like, oh God, it's Jake. Now for a good two, three minutes, everybody just stares off into the distance. Like, what are we going to do? It got Jake. I don't yeah. know. Eventually, Shock. Eventually, eventually Lance, or, uh, I want to call him Lance. Henry's like, he swallowed the goddamn strobe light. So he runs downstairs, gets the strobe thingy, flips it on, uh, as it's like breaching the water. Uh-huh. So mom is like full steam ahead. And then he throws he throws the button on the strobe thingy as mom is ramming it with the old uh, and then a nightclub <laughs> yeah, nightclub and a full on <laughs> yeah disco ball came out of nowhere as mom is ramming it with the uh, the fucking boat and then kaboom dead shark boat explodes everything's fucked up uh, hoagie and mom come to and they're like holding on to each other. Henry's like, oh shit, what the fuck? It just blew up a shark. Mm-hmm. And then Jake floats by and he's like, hey man. <laughs> yeah. Turn out them shark don't bite me too deep, man. <laughs> okay, and then that's pretty much into your movie. Yeah, and that was Jaws: The Revenge. Hey, now I, <laughs> I'm not. I um, I will fully admit this is not a good movie. Oh I, no, really? I'm so it's not good, and it doesn't really fit into the the Jaws franchise. The whole. Jaws franchise was based on like realistic shark attacks right. and the possibility of this happening to you or somebody else if and when they stepped into the ocean. And that's scary. That is very scary. Or yeah. a water park 
or anywhere else where a shark might be. Right. When, once we got into this territory, we jumped into fucking psychic land. Yeah, it was. Yeah, psychic land. And things got very nutty very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, I think as a standalone movie without any references to the Brody family and, and any, of, any of the events at Amityville, I think this would have been a lot better. Yeah. That notwithstanding, uh, it's... <laughs> I, Mario, I think Mario Van Peebles killed this movie for me. Yeah, he he was rough. He was he was that accent came and went uh, pretty much as the wind blew. You know what I mean? It did. Michael Caine was a, a shining ray of hope. Yeah, Lance Guest pretty good most of the time. Yeah, I feel like this movie may have like irreparably damaged his career. Because this is bad. It really it is. It is bad. And I'm not to, I'm not one to argue the point of so bad it's good. I know certain people have like a soft spot in their heart for this it's one. It's so bad it's bad. I, uh, I mean, you can't... Here, I, here's the problem I have. If this movie's on TV, I'm turning I it. I change a fucking channel, yeah. dude. I don't want to watch this. Yeah. But here's the main problem I have. And I got into a uh, kind of an argument with a young lady on Twitter about this as to um, horror franchises... And which one started so great, but then immediately went right into the fucking dump? Oh, yeah. Jaws is one of them. Well, I feel like the first three installments of Jaws were pretty solid. Oh, shit. (laughs) We got some shit going on. Jaws is at our door. (laughs) Uh, He is lazy. Uh, But I don't know, man. I mean, this was just such a sharp drop-off. It was. From Jaws 3. Yeah. And I feel like The Crow suffers from the same thing. Yeah, I can see that. Crow 1, fucking phenomenal. Oh, man. Crow 2. Not so bad. Passable. Uh Uh-huh. Crow 3, 4, and 5. Boom. Bad business. Mm. Uh, Return of the Living Dead. Same thing. First one, amazing. Yeah. Second one, we got a little bit of a bump on number three and then right into the tank Mm -hmm. you know and that's i hate that man i hate that shit yeah if you're gonna make a bad movie by all means make a bad movie i'll still watch it and i'll probably still enjoy it yeah but when you put it when you make it a jaws movie yeah when you make it like an idyllic movie when you when you and then you add sequels to just go to shit when you adapt the the franchise tag and you put you know franchise characters in there and in this case actually bring back actors and actresses to reprise their roles you gotta you gotta show me more than this i'm yeah. sorry you can't have a- then it starts to make you wonder how scream is gonna do when you, you bring back all these characters you can't have a fucking psychic connection <laughs> with a, a shark to a shark yeah Not, I, I might be able to write this off if it was the, the shark, shark, but it's not. It, it died. That yeah. thing got blown into bits, uh-huh. and sort of the one from number two. Number three is locked up. This cannot be the same shark, <laughs> yeah. even if it was the one from number it three. It was my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> that was my poppy you killed. Uh, yeah. Okay, all right, Tim. I'm sorry. I love you dearly. You know that. Uh, I will. Hey, do me a favor, Tim, and write in next week and tell me what you like about this movie. I want to hear that from you, please. Justify this movie. Just tell, you know what? You don't have to justify it. There's terrible movies out there that I love. Uh, Halloween three. Nobody likes that except for me and a, f- huh. a rare select group of uh, knuckleheads. Uh, the Mummy with Tom Cruise. Oh man, I like it. Nobody oh, else. Terrible. Does. Fine. That was, that was a shit movie. Oh yeah, you're entitled to your opinion. I like it, and I will. I won't necessarily defend it, but I'll talk about it. Uh, 
Tim, let us know what's up with this movie. In the meantime, it's time to take a break, you maniacs. Mm-hmm. Hey, inmates. 
If you like what you hear, head over to the Padded Room Facebook group and support us through the patron link with a small monthly donation. Check out the T-Villain link at paddedroom.podbean.com and grab some t-shirts. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. And we're back, Sassafras. Yeah. What do you think of that? Mm-hmm. Dude, I'll go to the Bahamas. I'll mm-hmm. swim with some dolphins. I'll do the snorkeling, the scuba diving. I'll even get into one of those uh, under, under uh, um, one-man sub situations. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. You know? But when the shark shows up, that's when it's time to go back to the hotel. Oh, yeah? That's as far would, as I Would go. you do the cage, like, let's say, those other movies? I will do it, uh, as I discussed Th- last week. Chum in there, and then, like, go... I will do it in a professional-looking cage diving situation. I will not go out there with uh, Matthew Modine. No. Because he looks shady as shit. Mm-hmm. And... You know what? You guys know what you're doing? Mm-hmm. Or, okay. What if I don't, Matthew Modine? Are you going to show me? Are you? Is it, do you have like a backup plan in case some shit goes wrong in your rusted ass fucking cage here? Mm-hmm. No, you don't. No, you don't. You're just going to fucking pack up and leave and pretend you never saw me, you son yeah. of a bitch. No, I'm not doing it. I want like... Uh, a backup cage and i want yeah. some like a safety plan in case some shit goes wrong you yeah know what i mean the the easy button yeah i want, <laughs> I want a panic button that's what yeah. i want you motherfuckers hit that sucker all you oh, like don't worry we're gonna send javi down get the fuck out of here javi <laughs> i want to i want like a dude with uh you know like like real scuba de- gear and oh you want tom cruise to come down i want somebody other than javi man is what i'm looking for Send Javi down here. Fuck you. All right, man. I'm done. I'm done freaking out about the goddamn sharks. I love you, Tom Cruise. I love you so much, Tom Cruise. Are you ready to get into the Terra Dome? Yeah, okay. let's do it. Let's get it on. Mm-hmm. No tears, please. It's a waste of good suffering. I'm not going to hurt you. You didn't let me finish my sentence. I said, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm just going to bash your brains in. I'm going to bash them right the fuck in. <laughs> I'll kill you all. <laughs> I'll drive you crazy. I'll kill you all. I'll dream come true. Six-year-old child with this blind, pale, emotional face. To the Terradome. First, last week's winner. In a vote of nine to four, out of the blue corner, your winner. Yeah! And (laughs) Inferno Conference champion, Big Man Japan. Oh my goodness. With his ass whooping stick. Putting it down. His ruler. Putting it down (laughs) on the blob. 
oh big man goodness. in Japan. Just slap See, the blob. And <laughs> I should not have invoked the name of Deacon because Deacon is a is a game changer, right? As we now know. Let's take a look at this week's matchup, shall we? For the Asylum Conference Championship, fighting out of the red corner at a length of 25 meters and a weight of about 5 tons. He is of the species Shark Giganticus. I give you Bruce. Bruce! Now, let's just assume, before we go any further, that this is the actual Bruce from Jaws. Jaws. Not Jaws 2, not Jaws 3. <laughs> not the relations. Definitely Jaws the Revenge, but that Bruce. The biggest right. possible Bruce you can think of. And out of the red corner, bing, bing, with bing. tentacles, an underwater habitation at a height of that is non-applicable and a weight that is non-applicable. He is of the species... Giganticus Octopus. He is the Kraken. Buddy, who do you like in this fight? Oh, Kraken all the way. I think I'm going to have to agree with you. And it's not because I don't like Bruce. I just feel like Bruce is a... He's a he's a hunter. Whereas the Kraken has like an encompassing... The tentacles can get a... The Kraken can lose a tentacle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He can lose. Two, he can lose two or three tentacles. Yeah. He can still wrap you up. And then and swallow you whole. rush you, swallow you whole. He's got a fucking beak under there. And yeah. I think the Kraken is a lot bigger than, than Bruce. Oh, yeah. Uh, not that that matters, apparently, because I felt the same way about the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. Nobody wants to listen to me, though, so whatever. <laughs> that is your Terror Dome matchup for the week, my friends. Let's find out who's going to face Big Man Japan for the championship. Mm-hmm. Will it be Bruce, the Shark, or the Kraken? Get us your votes by next week, if you can. The Mental Health Hotline is area code 775-387-0275. Or you get us on the old email at thepaddedroom2011 at hotmail.com. Yeah. Ponder that. Put mm-hmm. some thought into it. And if you don't want to ponder it, it's fine. Just give us a call or an email. Tell us what movies you watched. Uh, tell me to fuck off because I didn't like uh, Jaws or Revenge. Or uh, tell me to fuck off because I didn't like... Um, Whatever else you liked. I don't know. <laughs> Find a reason to tell me to eat your ass and I will do it. Do it. In the meantime, we got to tell you what movies we're watching this you week. just might. I'll probably do it. I got some time on my hands, kids. <laughs> what are you looking at? What are you looking at? How about Starfish from 2018? You heard of this one? Mm-hmm. Streaming now on Shudder. Oh, you have. I have, actually. Did you watch it? Uh, no, I didn't watch it, but I did see it on Shudder when uh, I was like flipping through stuff. Fucking bananas. So, lady shows up for a funeral, uh, breaks into her dead friend's apartment where she finds out that her dead friend has found like weirdo frequencies to mm. contact extra dimensional in- entities which takes her into a, a series of different realities. We go animation for a few minutes. We come back. We go into the movie itself for a few minutes. Wow. I.e., she wakes up, and suddenly she's starring in a movie called Starfish about this post-apocalyptic thing. Hmm. It, it goes very surreal and bizarro for a while. All right. Worth a watch. I'd love to hear somebody else's opinion on this, because the ending is absolutely bananas. Uh, how about Blood Mania from 1970? Mm. Did this one for the old Patreon show. Yeah, uh, it's uh, it's dumb. 
It's pretty fucking dumb. It's about a horned up doctor that wants to bang pretty much everybody to get out of a blackmailing debt. Oh, and okay. There's a rich chick involved and her dad and murder and all that. Of course. Surprisingly very little blood for a movie called Blood Mania. Wow. Plenty of boobs. Oh, yeah? Should have called it Boob Mania. Boob Mania, That would have yeah. attracted a different crowd, though. Yeah. Hotel of the Damned from 2016. Oh, yeah. You seen this one? Uh-huh. Not a bad show. Yeah, not bad. Uh, has, um, what's his name there? Uh, not Costas Mandalore, but the other Mandalore brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, you basically, you have like a, a tribe of cannibals in this abandoned hotel. This guy's a mook. And him and his uh, mobbed-up friend go to rescue their da- his daughter because they think that she's about to be human trafficked, mm-hmm. which she pretty much is. Right. And they have to take refuge in this old hotel, and shit gets wild from there. Mm-hmm. Pretty good show, all that notwithstanding. Yeah. Lastly, this, this is one I'm pretty excited about. It sounds dumb as shit, but it's actually a pretty good movie. It's called Home with a View of a Monster. Hmm. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking some kind of a lake monster or sewer monster or some shit like that? I was actually thinking more of something uh, like Tremors. Okay, you're wrong still. But okay. that's what I was thinking too, something silly. Turns out it's actually about a haunted Airbnb. Oh. But it's pretty cool though because like you jump in between the owners who are renting it out as an Airbnb who know damn well it's haunted, by the way, mm-hmm. and some poor schmucks that happen into the Airbnb. Mm-hmm. But you never know. Like, you've got a ghost situation, but you don't know who's go- who's the ghost and who's still alive. Oh. And you kind of toggle in between. And mm-hmm. You're like, well, what's up with this house that attracts these nutsacks? Because these are very weird people mm-hmm. on both sides of the fence. Yeah. Definitely worth watch. Worth a watch. I saw that one on Tubi TV. Nice. And that's all I saw this week, buddy. What do you got? I uh, checked out a movie called The Sleepover. It's more of a comedic type film uh, okay. uh, with, with a bunch of kids. And uh, that was really good. And I finally finished the series uh, Dark Desires, which uh, a whole bunch of uh, like suicidal or is it the person get killed or... There's just a whole bunch of stuff involved. Um, it was like nonstop twists all the way through. It starts off with a bunch of sex. You know, it's a season. and uh, oh, That sounds interesting. Yeah, it really is. It's okay. actually one of the greatest seasons I've ever seen on Netflix. It's um, on Netflix. It's on Netflix, and it's in Spanish, though. Oh, shit. And the first four seasons, is like nonstop sex in this entire thing. And there's some really good, like, you could, like, totally squeeze one out to this. Oh, alrighty. And uh, the, the twists that happen after, like, the fourth episode, it's like nonstop. Every episode, you'll never guess it coming. Okay. Yeah. I'm really into good. that. Dark Desires. Dark Desires. Check that shit out. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do that. I'm going to get into the Dark Desires. Uh, it does it. it never mind. <laughs> I was going to go a different direction there, but then I just said, nope, I'm going to get myself in trouble. So I'm not going to do it. How uh, about some immersion <laughs> therapy? Yeah. Immersion Therapy What did you think of 47 Meters Down Uncaged? I actually like this one better than the first one. I think I would agree with that. Um, There are some glaring plot holes here, but... There was more going on. I mean, it's not like you're just stuck and you got to outswim a shark. I think as a shark movie... 
this one is better. Yeah. I feel like the first one wasn't even... The shark was an ancillary situation. Yeah. Um, I do have some problems with it, though. Number one, teenage girls yeah. deciding to cage dive, cave dive on their own. Now, I've been around teenage girls, mm-hmm. and I know they don't make the best decisions when they're with themselves. Yeah. I just don't see them doing this. I see them I shoplifting know. at the mall. Okay, so, well, no, I don't know. Okay, so they go to this cliff. Right. They decide to jump off. Hey, right. I thought that was beautiful. I'm like, you know what? This is perfect. Right. You know, and then I'm with I, you. I, I can see the one saying, hey, look, I've done this before. Let's go ahead and go down into these caves. You know what? If I was one of those, I'd be like, all right, fine. Let's check it out. Ah. Uh. Come on, seriously. No. You know what's down there. Hey, there's this underwater, you know, the, the whole under, what would they call it? Um, it was like a, a city. Yeah, it was, it, like, it was like, like a, a city with like these temple. statues. Yeah. I tell you what, that's got my curiosity peaked. I'll be like, you know, I don't really want to do this, but gosh, you know, I kind of want to see what the hell this it's is all got about. Our curiosity of teenage girl, I feel like it's going to be like, no, let's go check in at the I don't know. Instagram. You're, you're right there, though. The equipment's right in your lap. But nobody knows how to fucking use it, man. It's no. a stretch. And, it, and that's the problem number two I had. All these chicks are suddenly expert scuba divers. Uh, yeah. That, that's, okay. The, the, okay, Bye. there is that flaw. Okay, other, <laughs> other than that, I'm not at all mad at this movie. I yeah. thought it was because once they get down there, it's like okay, well, there's no way out. You yeah, know? I mean, of course. I you, mean, the I, oh the, man. The other problem I had, and I don't mean to pick this one apart, is that I felt the current. Like, well, that was bizarre. Yeah. I wasn't going to bring that up because that was just nuts. Yeah, it felt like somebody pulled the plug on the bathroom, <laughs> right? The bathtub, and <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, and, if this... and how in the world does like skating on the side of it actually help? You know, mm. no, no. <laughs> I wasn't even going to bring that up though. I was going to write that off. The problem I had is that what we should have had here and what we should have felt like was a very descent-like vibe, right? Uh, claustrophobic, enclosed, dark. Oh man, yeah, no. especially one at a time going through those tunnels, like. Ooh, and- but the problem was that everything was backlit. Yeah. So you you kind of lose that sense of dread in that. Where am I? Am I going the right direction? Am I, am I going up or down? I but everything is so bright. It's like it's obvious. Right. It's like okay. Well, there's a light source. That's probably the way we need to go. Right. But we have to sign off on that not actually being a light source and that just being there for you know visuals. our benefit. Whereas in the descent, they had to keep popping those flares. Yeah. So I, I felt like they kind of missed the, the boat on that one. They mm-hmm. missed the mark. Other than that, not a bad show uh, as far as sharks go. I I would probably agree with Buddy. I think this one's better than the first. Definitely. But fucking Mandy fucking Moore ruined the first one for me. Yeah. The smiley positive fucking attitude. Yeah. Other than that. I could have done without her. Oh. I can't hang. Yeah. I can't do it. All right, man. What do you got for us this week? All right. This week, let's check out 2018's Mandy. It is about the enchanted lives of a couple in a secluded forest are brutally shattered by a nightmarish hippie cult and their demon biker henchmen, propelling a man into a spiraling, surreal rampage of vengeance. And that, you can find this gem on Shudder. Check that shit out, inmates. We'll do the same and compare notes next week. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, we have to educate me. Hey. 
Educating Miss Monica. I am a uh, young chick that has been ostracized and persecuted by the small town that I live in and finally executed by them, but that didn't stop me from bringing back some shit to rain down upon them. And now it's foggy as fuck. Anybody that steps foot in this now seemingly deserted small town suffers my wrath. Wow. Silent Hill. Tom Hardy nailed me. Mm-hmm. Tom Hardy nailed it. That's a good show, man. Have you, you've seen the original Oh, yeah, Silent I love it. Did yeah. you ever play the video games? Uh, yeah, pretty freaky. Yeah? It, it's, uh, yeah, when you uh, play it at night and don't have anything else going, yeah, it's kind of... I got to get into it. I got, uh, like, the collection on Xbox 360. Oh, yeah. I got to get I gotta get sit down and do it. Mm-hmm. That's what I got to do. Uh, right on. Who might I be this week, you ask? Mm-hmm. Who? Remember that time I got bit by the zombies? And you offered to put me down, but I said, no, 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 no. I want to see how the other side lives. We now have a utopian society on a island where everything is 100% A-OK, but only if you're part of the ruling class. If you're part of the lower class or the military class, it actually kind of fucking sucks. Zombies we're safe from, but each other not so much. Well, we do have this giant fucking monster truck attack vehicle to save us from the zombies, as well as other scavenging, hunting, and surviving uh, groups, hunter-killer groups out there. Sure hope those zombies don't find a way under the water to get to us on our island. Any clues? (laughs) Any thoughts? Nothing? Mm -mm. All right. Think about that, inmates. I will fill you in on the details next week. If you think you know who I am or who I might be, by all means, let me know. Mental Health Hotline is area code 775-387-0275 or the regular old email at thepaddedroom2011 at hotmail.com. You know what? I think I'm going to put something on this. I don't think anybody's going to get this. First person to guess correctly guess who I am is getting a Padded Room prize pack. That doesn't include hosts. Sir. <laughs> Don't give me that look. First person uh, to email or call in with the correct answer, and I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to write the answer down right now, and I'm going to show it to Buddy off the air so he knows I'm not full of shit. And once I show it to him, he's going to uh, probably punch me in the face because he's going to be like, oh, yeah, you fucker. But uh, first person to guess it correctly. And that doesn't include your girlfriend either, fucko. I know what you're, yeah, put your fucking phone down. Um, is going to get a Padded Room horror-themed prize pack courtesy of the Padded Room podcast. Get to us. Let us know who you think I might be. In the meantime, I think that's about going to do us for the episode. Special guest in studio to tell us which movie we're doing next week. Deacon, which movie are we going to do for next week here in Shark Month? The Reef from 2000. And 15. You got it, big guy. It's The Reef from 2015 next week here on Shark Month in the Padded Room Podcast. For Miss Monica and Absentia, Buddy, Nev Campbell, Killer Sharks, hmm. Funko Pops, Bizarro Serials, uh, Disney Studios, weird movies that have the actors portraying themselves in the movies but not really in the same situation as the movie uh goombas 
haunted houses, Airbnbs, and the Padded Room Podcast. I'm afraid visiting hours are over. Bye and have a great week.